Are you ready then? I'm ready. Hello and welcome to Greencast. I'm Fly. And um, John's here and he's ready. I'm here and I'm always ready. Yep. And um, so is Brian. Hello, Brian. Hello. Don't talk to me. I'm getting into character for the highlight of the show. That's my horoscope, of course. Oh, absolutely, Brian. Everybody tells us that. Don't know why we're here, actually. B, do you? No, I suppose we're just here for him and his horoscope, really. Yeah, we are supporting <laughs> artists, Ryan. We are supporting artists. Yes, just to entertain him for the day. Yeah. Poor man's got nothing else to do. No, he hasn't, bless him. Nor do we really, do we? Anyway, no. shall we get on with Chapter 19? I think we shall. Chapter 19, yeah. And, and he's got uh, an interesting title. It's called The Sound of Music. The Sound of Music. The hills are alive. I don't know. What, what do you think there's going to be any yodeling? They might yodeling. Well, there was. There you go. There's some there. I could put some echo on that. I could be on the Alps, sort of calling out to whatever yodelers call out. Is it their cattle? Or is it other yodelers? I think it's another farmers or whatever. I think it started. I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. Probably just something to do. I don't know. Well, look, hang yes. on. Are you sure you're sweet? Hmm. <laughs> got me doubts. Doesn't mean I know why they yodel. Anyway. Chapter 19. Oh, Oh, hang on. It's all right. Yes, okay, I'm ready. Okay. Chapter 19. The Sound of Music. The dungeons in King Tidehouse's castle smell of all kinds of nasty things. Dark and dank, grim and grubby. Not at all the sort of place you'd like to find yourself incarcerated under any circumstances. In the distance, the questers hear anguished screams of tormented souls echoing all around. What do you think is happening, Grandolf? I cannot say for certain, but it sounds like many poor unfortunates being driven crazy and losing their sanity. I'm minded to think it could have something to do with this damnable and relentless background music that's playing, says Grandolf. Yes, it's rather annoying, says Pristina. King Tartars. Tartars. King Tartars. King Tidehouse is an expert when it comes to the cruel business of sensory deprivation and fiendish methods of torture. Long has he practised how to break the spirit of his enemies, and with this in mind, he plays Ollie Murr's song <laughs> on a loop all day long in his dungeons. Yeah, that would do it, wouldn't it? It would do it for me, certainly. <laughs> he finds it breaks down and destroys the sanity of any opponent within a matter of days, <laughs> sometimes even hours. If I hear a troublemaker just one more time, I'll top myself. I swear to God I will, says Crazel. Can't you somehow jam the signal, Bob? Perhaps, gener- perhaps generate a wave or some sort of radio interference field to mess up the Bluetooth signal before we all succumb to this evil? They have Bluetooth there, do they? Yeah, probably do. I would imagine they're very sophisticated on holographia, stroke, tight arsia. Not quite sure where we are. We're in holograph. I think they're on right? tight arsia, aren't we? Tight arsia, the king's yeah. there. Hmm. Yes, he is. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. clues. His castle yes, and his dungeon. So I yeah, think well, it maybe. Listen, I, I don't write this. I only read. The, I only read this that stuff. Planet right? that we can't pronounce. That is yeah. far, far away. You <laughs> well, know, universities and whatever that was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, well, they might have everywhere. Every civilized place is bound to have Bluetooth these days, hasn't it? Yeah, but a dungeon isn't civilized. 
Yeah, but you know, he's, he's probably got a good provider. You know, gives him one of those covers all areas Bluetooth signal, whether you want it or not. I don't know. It's all a bit crazy. <laughs> right. Uh, before we also come to this evil, says Grandolf. I'll see what I can do, says Bob. His halo emitter begins to glow with an electric purple light, and there is a sort of whooshing noise, but nothing happens except for Ollie Murr's volume increasing. From the distance, the wailing echoes intensify and multiply. Make it stop! Actually, you could be the wailing echoes, couldn't you? Oh, yeah, I could be, couldn't I? Yeah. Make it stop! Please, make it stop! Begs one poor wretch from out of the darkness. The wretch is in the darkness of the dungeon, not the darkness, the glam metal band who sang, oh. I believe in a thing called God. love. Did you like the darkness? I ha- sorry no, to say. No, no, I'm no, sorry, no. any fans, I hate them. No, I wasn't a big fan of the darkness. Oh, I, I think I think he was I think he was sort of a very good tongue in cheek front man. Is it Jason? Yeah. Jason Hawkins. I mean, he was playing it for all it was worth. But no, I wasn't a big fan. But my, the yeah. first album did extremely well, though. Yeah, surprisingly. But yes, yes, yes it was kind of like sort of. It always reminded me a little bit of not of Freddie Mercury, but modelled on Freddie Mercury. Might have been. <laughs> Well, it was just the falsetto voice and stuff like that at times. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, a little bit like that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Oh, it's uh, me next, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is, yeah. Quick, reverse what you have just done, Bob, says the youngest elder. Bob makes a series of bleeps and mercifully the diabolical Murr's music decreases in volume. This is um, more soundless, isn't it? No, what was all that in the first book? Oh yes, make more yes. singing less. More singing less. Yeah, it's more more singing less. Yeah, sing, thing, sing more, less. more volume less. More volume less. Exactly. More lo- more volume. Quite now, I can't say it. <laughs> yeah, but it's more less around. volume. Yeah, I, I mean, already. You know, even talking about the Ollie Murray songs is making me feel like I'm losing my sanity. He's reading this, isn't it? Makes Do you remember you go, that song? Ooh. Actually, losing my sanity it wasn't called that, but it was Tanita Tanita Tickerham's big hit, "A Twist in My Sobriety." That's what it was called. Nobody knew what the hell it meant. <laughs> no, who who sang that? Tanita Tickerham. No idea who that is. No, she was young, young kid only. She was only 16, I think, when she did it from Basingstoke. And that was a kind of, you know, sounded very grown up and everything like that. That yeah. was like a back in 1950s or something, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, well, not quite. It was 40s. 90s, probably. 30s. <laughs> it <was> probably the <laughs> 90s. It was a big hit. Big hit. Uh, no well, idea. I don't know what she's doing. She's probably still going somewhere, but that's the only thing I can remember. Playing Butlins. Yeah. <laughs> Butlins. Actually, in a past life, I've played Butlins Weekenders. Great oh, have you? Yeah, yeah, great fun. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Yeah, this was for a country and western. This was for the country and western crowd who's had like, conventions down there in, in various different Butlins. It was great fun. <laughs> Why would you have a country western? Weekend in Butlins? Well, they do Surely that. Surely they'd have it on a farm or something, wouldn't you, in yeah, a barn? Well, yeah, yeah, but they do that because they've got the accommodation, so they do. I mean, you'd see all what, sorts you of... You call com- that accommodation? No, not really, but but it's, it's sort of somewhere to crash. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and but but even it's not just... These were sort of like amateur country western things, but pro bands, I'm sure, status quo, I'm sure I've seen status quo doing Butlins weekenders yeah, and stuff probably. like that. Yeah, it's big business. Big business, you know, because it gets the old holiday camps filled through the winter, doesn't it? I went to one of these holiday camps for one night to, to watch a gig. Yeah. Um, well, Hobby was in there. Yeah. Band, so I had to go. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was raining. When we sat on the loo, it was raining. It sat and it, it rained on your head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not it's one the, of those things. And there's like old socks behind it. It was awful. <laughs> it, was, it was awful. 
It five was, star it in. Five star it in. It wasn't even one. It was like minus five or something. It was. Well, we, uh, <laughs> it wasn't clean. <laughs> no. The bedding didn't match. It was like um, it's like your granny dumped a few bed sheets there that she used to have for the you know grandchildren. Yeah. And they were just put on the beds at random. Well, donated we stuff, and it was just it, it rained on your head when you went on the loo. Well, it, <laughs> don't go on the loo. As kids, we went uh, to four of us in our young teens. We were about sixteen from Belfast. We went to Butlins in Air, and looking back on it, it appeared that our chalet was actually the set of porridge, the cell, because it was like a little, <laughs> it was like a little cube about eight feet by eight feet, and on on two adjacent walls were double bunk beds, and I think there was a sink in it and a mirror, and that was it. And we loved it. Oh, you, well, I suppose when you're a kid, yeah, you do. Yeah, when you're a kid, yeah. yeah but not when you're a grown-up. No, you're kind no, of hoping a, for a basic minimum of a sensible bed. No, it was kind of... I think the idea came from Billy Butman, who um, had this idea of making holidays affordable to the man in the street. Mm. <laughs> they really had their head I'd rather head not on. have a holiday than one of them. No, that wasn't uh, the Butlins where we went to. It was something different. Yeah, there was, was something like there that. was Pontins and Butlins and... Then there was Maplins. No, Maplins was Heidi High on TV. <laughs> Maplins is something completely different, isn't it? Well, Ma- well, we just had this conversation with somebody else the other day. Maplins. There was a, there was a chain of shops called Maplins uh, Electrical Shops. Mm. Uh, but Maplins was also the name of the fictional, with fictional, fictitious holiday camp in Heidi High. Maplins Holiday oh. Camp. And instead yeah. of having red, coach had yellow. Coach. You want to look it up? It's quite funny, actually. It was a great video you should watch. For the show, the now great long departed uh, Paul Shane singing um, The Sun Ain't Gonna Shine. Oh, you've lost that loving feeling from look it up on YouTube, give yourself a treat. <laughs> I'll not say yes. anymore, just look it up. You've never no, seen you've lost like me it. there anyway. I have no, no idea what you're talking no, about. No, okay, at this point. Well, well, we may be cut. Well, this is a big. This Again, is a something big, back from the 30s. <laughs> well, even by our standards, this is a big diversion. I don't know. don't know how much of this is going to yeah, stay in, but we'll see. We'll see. Cut the whole lot out. Anyway, where the hell were Anyway, we? there is Ollie Mers is singing. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. So. Dare you interrupt oh, let's, let's, let's take a stab at this. Uh, Bob makes a series of bleeps, and mercifully, the diabolical Mers music decreases in volume. Oh, it's the way. Oh, praise the gods. I thought the end had come. Screams an echoed wail from a tortured soul down the corridor a bit. A bit. It's very non specific. Try again, Bob, but have a care this time. That last attempt could have seen our quest ended, says Grandolf. Yeah, Bob, you should have stopped that horrible racket, says Moonbeam, finally finding his identity again. <laughs> okay, I'll have a shot at it, says Bob. His halo-o-meter now begins to glow in all the colours of the rainbow, one after another, red and yellow and pink and green, purple and orange and blue, over and over again. Red and yellow and pink and green, purple and orange and blue. Now, do you know what I'm doing there? We're over and over again. Do you know the old song? No, I haven't. That's, I'm singing a rainbow. Oh, I don't know. Red and yellow and pink and green. So you, have, like, you sing it when you're a kid? <laughs> no oh, idea. I wasn't here as a kid. Ah, well, see, there I you see. are. I can sing a rainbow, sing a rainbow, sing a rainbow too. But you have to do okay. in your primary school. Okay. Ah, I thought, Fine. oh well. This is going to be a completely mad episode. <laughs> this is going to be a car crash. <laughs> the singing stops replaced by mellifluous... Thank sorry, God for The that. singing stops, thank God for that. The singing stops replaced by the mellifluous sound of birdsong and a babbling stream. 
Cheering comes from further along the corridor. Sounds now like quite a large crowd of happy, relieved souls released from hideous torture. You've done well, Bob, says Elogia. Splendid work, Bob, says Grandolf. Nice one, Bobster. That's really sick, bruv. <laughs> what? <laughs> says the youngest elder, who's possibly going behind the Council of Elders' elders and mixing with some cool people if her hip talk is anything to go by. <laughs> Where'd I come from? I don't know. She's maybe going on some sites on YouTube or something, and, you know, on her phone, perhaps. <laughs> Somebody. Do you think she's pulled her pants up sort of down a bit? You know, so her bottom. You, should, you know how they, you know, these sort of yes. pseudo rappers always sort of push their pants down. Yeah, so you can read Calvin Klein and stuff like that. Exactly. Eat. I yeah, just yeah. want to go behind them in queues. I want to just go and give them a wedgie, but I never yeah, we've, do. Obviously. We've talked about but this. I, I, I want to do the other. I want to walk up behind them, pull them right down to their knees, and go <laughs> pull your trousers up, you fool, <laughs> <laughs> young man. <laughs> <sighs> right. Top work says Pristina. Wow, dude, you really rock, Bob, says Moonbeam. Das ist gut. Is what the German guy would have said had he still been with the quest. But of course, the metal spiders did for him. Kaput. So he said nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> he's still commenting even though he's not here. He is. From beyond the grave or beyond the spider's web. Yeah, he's still there. He's with us in spirit, if not in body. The sound of massive bolts being drawn back reverberates around the dungeons as tight arses guards come to see what is happening. Screech, squeal and scrape as the massive oaken doors open to reveal none other than the quester's erstwhile questing companion, Captain Cartano. I see you are settling in. How are you? <laughs> I trust I meet with your approval. Sorry we can't provide everything you might require. So there's no minibar or cable. Nearly, <laughs> so was going so well. So there's no minibar. Or cable TV, says Cartano. Cartano, you betrayed us, says Grandolf. Not one bit best pleased how things have developed. Yes, and it was so easy too. <laughs> you shouldn't be quite so trusting of everyone. Goodies are always such mugs. Oh, you duplicitous, double-crossing, scumbag bastard. <laughs> oh, I think we need to get social services in for the youngest elder. He's being led astray. He was a paragon of virtue and loveliness and sweetness. He's turning into yeah, like no, a foul-mouthed street talker. <laughs> Says the youngest elder. She really is clearly mixing with a bad crowd and no mistake. What do you intend to do with us? Asks Elodia. Nothing. I will keep you safely tucked up here for the rest of your days. While in the meantime I shall ride with, at King Titus's side. And oversee the enslavement of Holographia and Holographians, cackles Cartano. Ah, no, who's that supposed to be? Ah, come on, Captain Dude Man. Why just not let us go instead? Says Moonbeam. I think, my friend, all the drugs you have taken have addled your brain. Why would we do that? You would try and swat our plan. I didn't understand a word of that. (laughs) 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 Too much Spanish? I think, my friend. I think, I think, I think. I think, my friend. I think, my friend. No, I can't do it. No. I think, my friend, all of the drugs you have taken have added your brain. Why would we do that? You would try and thwart our plan. Good point. I thought you mightn't have worked that out, though, says Moonbeam, looking sad. Idiot, says Cartano. A fanfare of trumpet sounds as four bearers carry Kintart Ars into the dungeons inside a sedan chair. The porter set down his chair carefully 
and he draws the curtains aside. Ta-da! Here's Kingy. <laughs> he says as he steps out from the box. Ah, look what the wind's blown in. Skulls, Ologia. Silence! It will go badly for you, Mistress Ologia. Snarls, tight arse. That king no the king oh, this is a bit of a funny one, isn't it? The king tight arse knows Ologia is oh, this is real bad English. Who wrote this? Off with his head. The fact that the king tight arse knows who Ologia is takes her aback slightly. She's actually a little flattered too, he said, improvising the lines. You 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 know who I am? She almost simpers. Oh yeah, sure I do. As a matter of fact, I know all about you. Ologia of Agonon. Aganon, yes. Aganon, Aganon, yeah. Or ought that be Dory's Tuttle of Peckham? <laughs> See, <laughs> sneers the king. Ologia's gobsmacked at this, for unknown to others, she's not a warrior princess from a distant world. Oh. Tight horse is right. She's actually Doris Tuttle, a charlady from Peckham, who had a bizarre accident in a top secret laboratory <laughs> she used to claim. Uh, it's, gone, it's gone totally. God, totally mad this now. So Ologia is not Ologia. Well, she is and she isn't. So she's Doris Tuttle. Really? She's really Doris, Doris Tuttle. lady. But she's had a chronic accident in some kind of secret lab, which has sent her to Agonon, and she's come back now as Ologia. Ologia of Agonon. Yeah, Ologia of Agonon. I wonder where she came from. Well, oh, here it looks like it explains it here. That's handy. <laughs> she, she mistakenly stepped into a cosmic transportation machine, believing it to be a groom cupboard. From there, from there, the special rays sent her through time and space to the planet Agonon, where through a bizarre series of mishaps and mix-ups, she ended up becoming Logia Warrior Princess. Her physiology underwent a radical transformation, turning her into a fierce, turning her into a fierce warrior. But 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 how did you find out? She asks. All on your Wikipedia page, love. I know all your identities. Laughs Titus. But be that as it may, for all the good it's going to do you now. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> was a slight strange intonation. Yes. Go on then. Do that line. But be that as it may, and for all... How do you say that? <laughs> but be, that... <laughs> be that as it may, and for all the good it's going to do you now. That Probably that comma shouldn't be there, actually. But be that as it may, and for all the good it's going to do you now. Uh, yeah, this is badly... Somebody's punctuated this badly. It should be, but right, be that as it, it, uh, got it. Yeah, okay. But be that as it may, and for all the good it's going to do you now, you're trapped in my prison, and all your warrior strengths and cunning is of no use at all. Tight House continues after the grammar police have sorted it out. These things are wrong. Yeah, yeah, right. These things on the hoof, you know. I mean, what do you want? Perfection. Pay uh, a bit of attention to punctuation. Yeah, no, you did. know, everyone thinks I'm a casual passerby who threw her lot in with the goodies. But that's not the case. The questers have a sharp intake of breath and look at her keenly. <gasps> James, what an odd day this is, a no mistake, says Crazel. Well, they'd be right. That's exactly who and what I am. Ha ha, gotcha. Enough of this spoilers talk. You will now learn. Oh, no, yes, you now will learn your collective fate. At that moment, something odd happens. The dungeon area fills with a mysterious golden light. Dim and only in one corner at first, but the light soon intensifies and reaches out into all corners. It's so bright 
the light that is, they have to shield their eyes, which is when Grandolf makes his move. During the previous exchanges, he's been busy thinking up things. Things like the bright light as a diversion, for example. He bangs his cane on the floor and thinks says in a loud, commanding voice. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, here we go. This. Copy and paste and insert the paragraph. Yeah, well. Take us to the toad with the hole, which is on the island. Well, a lily pad, actually, which is on a plinth, which is on a concrete platform, which is at the shore of a tiny island, which is on the Lake of Seven Agonies, which is on a bigger island, which is in the sea between two continents of on holographia. A bit like an island on a lake on the Azores, actually. There's a sound of thunder and a rushing hurricane-type wind noise. It's very descriptive. Come back here, you bastards! 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 They hear King Tidehouse's voice echo in the distance, followed by a scream of frustration, followed once again by Ollie Murr's insipid, saccharine, poppy, derivative, lightweight, crap, pop, witty... <laughs> Do you think AI has got it out of its system that he doesn't yeah, like so. Oliver's? I think so. <laughs> Before all goes quiet, the next thing they know, they're on the island. Oh, well done, Grandolf. That was brilliant. You have saved the day once more, says Pristina. Aye, top job, G-Man, says Crizel. Excellent work, Grandolf. I knew we could rely upon you, bleeps Bob. Woohoo, dude. Great job, Grandolf. Says Moonbeam. Yes, Grandolf, that was quick thinking. Your cleverness has saved us once again. What's more, we are now closer to being able to rid Holographia of its invader. Says the youngest elder. Do you know they've actually completely fools? Because yeah. they still haven't got the amulet of Snorker. No, they I just did. bugger off without taking the amulet of Snorker with them. Now they're thinking they've won and are celebrating. Oh, I'm just just in passing. It's nice to see the youngest elder's delicate pleasantness has been uh, restored. Yes. Must have been the dungeon that did yeah, it to her. Yeah, must be. Yes, you know when people go to prison, they try and act tough, yeah, so they're a bit yeah. more, you know, get yeah. a bad, ah, badass yes. attitude. And, exactly. You know, and that was the subtext. That was the subtext I was going for, and you spotted it. Excellent. I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. I was going, I'm well sure. Done. Yes. Yeah, yes, I'm sure it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Um, now then, Ologia, who's looking at the ground, says nothing. She's feeling embarrassed. Randolph can see it's awkward for her. Look here, Doris. No matter what happens until the end of this business, you'll always be a logia to us. I command a bottle of finest blackcurrant wine and seven glasses to appear, he thinks says. Poof! And they do appear, that is. Grandolf pours everyone a small glassful. Here's to the quest and a logia warrior princess, he says. The quest, the quest and a logia warrior, warrior princess. princess, the others say, holding their glasses aloft. Right then. What the fuck now? Says Crazel. Ta-da. Ta-da, indeed. And if you follow that, you're a better man than me. Can you let us know what happened? <laughs> yeah, please. Can you give us some suggestions of how the story can go next? Because uh, it's taken a few uh, a few quantum leaps to the side there. Well, they were in prison in the dungeon. Yeah, they were. Heard yeah. Ollie Murs. Hated Ollie Murs. Didn't like him very much, did they? King Titus <laughs> turned up. Say that. Yeah. Yeah, What's yeah. her face? Alogia. He's actually Alogia, but a woman called Doris. Yeah. And Grandolf, of course, has used his, the thing powers. that could sort this whole thing off, you know, right from the word go. Could use his powers to wrap it up now, but we've still got some episodes to go yet, haven't we? So he can't, he can't, exactly. do, can't allow him to do that yet. Just a premise he of got every book, them to the, He did get them to the... Um, 
the island. Island, well, a lily pad actually, which is on yes. a plinth, which is on a concrete platform, which is at the shore of a tiny island, which is on the lake of the Second Agonies, which is on an even bigger island, which is in the sea between two continents and holography, a bit like an island on the lake of the Azores, actually. Where That's where uh, we've got them. No, can't, come uh-huh. on, many, I, I can just, I can see you, you know, at home with that text in front of you, memorising it. Oh no, no, no! I can just see that. I was very, I'm very. That's very impressive. That. Oh, that was just by heart. Just rattle it off, you know. Yeah, a dream well. about this paragraph. Yeah, once an actress, always an actress. Just exactly. have to say it once, and it's a just committed to memory. Bad one. <laughs> a bit like me, committed to memory as soon as I see it. <laughs> anyway, oh, there's Brian looking twitchy over there. Brian, time for the old horoscopes, my f- my friend. Time to put your character in character, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Character. Good God. I thought that was never going to end. Your Stars by Mystic Brian A solar flare in the vicinity of Primrose Avenue, Pease Pottage, may shake things up a little this week. Financial storms in the Cayman Islands augur a temporary reduction in funding from the bank of mum and dad. So, better not ask them to get that new Xbox game for you. Ask Santa for it, instead. Now this is important all Geminis. You know her? Yes. Her with the very appealing Shinorza. The dog that is, it's not an off-color euphemism. She will smile at you over the garden fence as you do some weeding. Romance could be in the air. But take it easy. Let things develop at a natural pace, and who knows what lies ahead. Well, that was interesting. Sounds like love is in the air for Gemini. Yes. I have to admit, I didn't listen to his horoscope. I didn't pay attention at all. I was kind of a bit busy doing other things. All right, well, you can I thought, hear well, you know, it's always the same old crap, isn't it, <laughs> that he comes up with. Sorry, I didn't say that. Did I say that? I didn't say no, that. No, no, you didn't. I no, always no, no, fancied no, that. That was a gig done. I always fancied, you know, just writing horoscopes and from the news. But you can just write any old crap, can't you? Anything goes. Don't mean anything. Yeah, you make it up as you go, a bit like Brian does here. I think so. Puts his heart and soul into it, though. He, he mopped his brow when he finished that one with his... Uh, with his red handkerchief. Yeah, it's because he got into character, isn't it? He clearly got a bit too deep into character. What are you, why are you butting in, Alexa? I was wondering what that was. It's going on at length about something. Alexa, stop! <laughs> Alexa, shut up. She she went on a bit then. Didn't she? she did. I don't know. She started. I heard the word YouTuber. She's on the other side, so I can't really sound very muffled. That did. Um, haven't got a clue what she was on about. But you know, they're always listening, though. Always listening. Well, that's gonna watch that. AI's always listening. <laughs> Algorithms and all sorts of stuff. We're not exactly alone. Even when things. you think you're alone, you're not alone. No, well, you've always got somebody in your head. Yeah, well, I do. Me too. Having said that, it's time to get our heads out of here, I think. Yes, and our bonds. Yeah, another another one done. Another one back to the dust. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week, probably, most likely, hopefully, if they haven't 
killed us. Haven't revoked the license or whatever. And uh, yeah, so have a good week, people. Goodbye. And see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.